This game is played by adults going over adult content. You've been warned. Welcome to Yes Please, the D&D podcast companion to Check Please. This series of podcasts take place in between episodes of the main Check Please series and go into more detail and depth about specific people and events. This episode takes place in canon during the events of episode 57. Last time, Hardy was in what, the Heartstring Tap Room? Yes. And Soul and Siva were having a little meal, a little drink together. And they were kind of discussing where they stood and what they were going to do. I believe we sort of ended on... The rest of the party went off to the Elegant Olive. Yes, that is correct. That leaves Siva and Sol sitting at the table there, and, you know, most of the rest of the tap room is quiet or empty at this point. As the last of them leaves, Siva looks at you, kind of gives you a half smile. So? So? What's what's the wider world like? Gosh, uh, Parthenay, <laughs> I thought because of the restaurant we went to, that people would be super interesting. And instead, they're all assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I got thrown in jail in one of the cities. You got arrested? Because I didn't, I I technically didn't have, um, what was it, permission to be in the country, technically? Huh. <sighs> well, you, you jumped the border, huh? Well, Vera had us jump through a druid circle. Yeah, that would do it. I didn't know that's how things were. Hmm. Well, I'm glad you're all right now. So, how did you get out of jail? Ooh, uh, that's where I met Alec, actually. He was in mage cuffs, and at first I wasn't going to talk to him because he was a criminal. <laughs> and Sol has their hands together and they do Siva, the boy motion. <laughs> Siva, like, looks at you, like, really? Really? What? You don't associate with criminals. Look, this is what I told him. And you're not a criminal. She shoots you a pointed look. What? Mm-hmm. Continue. Okay. Anyways. So, I told him I didn't wouldn't associate with him. Lovette was in jail with me, too. I keep forgetting that part. There was a little itsy-bitsy crack in the wall, or like a brick was out. Wait, no, he made me push the brick. And then I talked to him better. But we had a wall dividing us. And he insisted that if I took these cuffs off of him, which he could not do himself, he could get us out of jail. And since I've kind of been on a bit of a time limit lately, for a while, oh god, ugh. Ah, anyways, (laughs) since I'm on a time limit and they said that I'd be stuck in jail for about a month, I said, oh, no. (laughs) And then I helped him escape, and then he teleported us, I think, out of jail. I think it was teleporting. Not 100%. Anyways, Lavette went to get the rest of our group, because we were going to leave the night. We were originally going to stay in an inn until me and Lavette got arrested. But (laughs) I took Alec to our cart, and I started tying him up, and then he gave me a secret code, and then he disappeared. And I was really mad, because he was my prisoner. And that wasn't fair. (laughs) And he ended up becoming more for you yeah it was due to a weird arrangement to be honest she kind of gives you a squinty look 
an arrangement? Well, I did ask him to help make a spy organization with me in my village, so I'd have outside eyes while I'm stuck there. And in return? Soul grimaces. I might have in return stabbed her for him. I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch that. She takes a sip of She takes a sip of her wine as you say that. I have sex with him. So be red. And at at what point so you you thought that this was reasonable territory to start a relationship after that? Look, after that, well he helped me out a lot emotionally after that, to be honest. I spent a lot of time with him, because during that time I was very stressed. Things weren't really going well my way, and, well, Marcus got really injured, and then soon off died. Make a perception check, please. Uh, 28. Siva looks kind of hurt. Talk to me. I'm kind of dense sometimes, so I you, may not understand feelings. You, you said you needed support, and that you were feeling down, and you never even tried to contact me. Look, I left on really bad terms that... I think I hurt you with at that time, and I didn't want to just have me contacting you when I was sad. I didn't want you to feel that I would just call you whenever I'm feeling bad, but rather that I'm calling you for you. So in return, you never contacted me at all? No, uh I asked a harpy for help! I contacted you before this went down. Sorry. I shouldn't have raised my voice. I just, I need to know something from you. What? Where do I stack up in your priority? Um, sorry? She shrugs. I just want to know. When you say priorities, I don't really understand. Is this, like, in my overall goals in life? Or are you wanting me to compare you to my other partners? What do you want from me, Siva? I just want to know if you really care. Alright. So, priorities. Soul gestures. You know how... When people make a stacked gesture where it's like, here's this good thing, and here's <laughs> this. <laughs> so Soul goes up high with one hand. This is the world. <laughs> one notch down. This is my partners. A notch down. This is my traveling family. A notch down. This is my real family. A notch down. This is the protectorship. A notch down. And this is everything else. And that's it. She's going to think about that for a little bit. And take another sip of wine. I understand. I just... I don't like being abandoned. I'm... I know that's... Sorry, Siva. That's probably... That wasn't my intention. I understand that. Uh, you never meant for for that, but it, it still feels that way sometimes. I know. And I'm sorry. I hope in time you'll be able to forgive me, but I understand if I don't deserve it right now. I just hope with time I can gain your trust again. She nods, leans forward... Kind of squints a little bit and says, So you're pregnant now? Oh god. Yes. It's awful. I can't drink. <laughs> like at all? No. She lets out a long sigh. This is the worst. Why did you let that happen? Look, it's part of the responsibilities of being a protector. Also, I was stupid. I don't know. <sighs> I... Honestly, I didn't think it was going to actually happen, and then it did. So, what are you going to do? I guess you're going to go off and face this, she kind of makes a hand gesture, this glarve, and then 
go back and get married? I guess. Unless something happens where I can still protect, where I can still maintain the barrier without having to be stuck in one place. (sighs) Well, do you have a plan for that? I have an option. I just don't know how wise it is. It sounds like you've been making a lot of dangerous decisions, so maybe consult me on this one. She leans back a little bit in her chair. Okay. Uh, well, the last person I told about this kind of freaked out, so I haven't talked about it, really. Oh. So I'm just going to need you to, to just listen, and... She puts her arms up on the back of her chair, her elbows, up on the back of mm-hmm. her chair, and just sort of, like, sits in a very relaxed pose. Go on. Okay. Just don't freak out when I tell you this, okay? Hmm? Sometimes I hear a voice in my head. She nods. All right. And... Does it tell you to burn things? No. Why? Do you have that? She shrugs. Sometimes. (laughs) Why am I not surprised? (laughs) Anyways, anyways. I first heard him... I think it's... It might be non-gendered sentient person, but I think it identifies as he, so I'm just gonna use he for now. I'm not exactly sure. This being spoke to me while I was on the boat, mm-hmm. leaving the steam miles very recently, mm-hmm. and he said that maybe my mother was deceiving me and that I should just be wary. So in response, I went home and I talked to my mom, and then she got very upset that I was questioning her, and then I got grounded... And then he taught me how to use blood magic to teleport. (laughs) Interesting. And then I was back with my friends. And then I really didn't hear from him for like four days, I think. And then when we were back in this area, I talked to him again. And he said I was a very thoughtful individual. And I asked for some assistance since he was able to let me teleport. I asked if it was possible if I could have some sort of ability to hold Karis because she's really sad and needed a hug and he gave me this power that protected me from the evil symbols on Karis's body that kind of drains people of energy uh-huh. and then he offered if I wanted the ability to still protect the world without needing to take on the protectorship because he thinks that might kill me. Protectorship might kill you, like... Eventually. Just the line of work would get you killed? (laughs) The protectorship... Every 100 years, pretty much, a new protector takes on that role from their mother. And after that, after the powers have been transferred to the next individual, there's no record of it, but that past person who was the protector originally just seems to disappear. Everyone just kind of said that they went away, but I've never met any of my grandparents. And if it's only a hundred years by a hundred years, which is a very short lifespan for an elf, well... (laughs) Siva kind of gives you a shrug. Says, well, it's still a very long time from my point of view. Sorry. (laughs) Don't be. I shouldn't apologize for the way you were born. Thank you. She scoffs a little bit. Oh, how? Go on. So what is this other power? I'm not exactly sure, to be honest. And? I need more information from him. And although I trust him a bit, I don't trust him completely. 
And notably, I think he's listening to everything I'm saying right now, so... I mean, he'll know what I'm thinking. Or at least I, I think he thinks he knows what I... It's very complicated. So, this voice in your head has helped you out of a couple of jams. Yes. Done a favor for you. Yes. And is offering you a chance to not die from this protectorship that you think might actually be a death sentence. Yes. This all sounds really good, and in my line of work, that usually means that someone's trying to trick you. Now, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe this faceless, nameless voice in your head is truthful and actually going to help you out. I don't know for certain. I would just ask you to be careful. I understand. I I have a habit of jumping the gun with some things, so I will try my best to consult everyone about this. It's very hard because, I don't know, when I tell people things and they get upset with me, then I really want to do the thing for some reason. Because, I mean, it might sound a little selfish, but I would rather you be around for the rest of my life. So if you only get a century after you take the protectorship, at least I still get to be with you. Soul stands up and walks over and hugs Siva. She hugs you back. I'm so sorry. I was was afraid you'd hate me. I'm just glad you're back. Hate squeeze. She stands up so the hug's a little less awkward. Yeah. She puts her arms on your shoulders and looks at you deeply in the eye. I want you to be safe, okay? No one ever looks at both of my eyes anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I assumed your hair was down over one of your eyes. Whatever. (laughs) Besides, the other eye just sort of reminds Siva of Grow, anyway. I mean, same for Alec, apparently, so (laughs) it's great. Grow's gonna, like, look at both your eyes. Yay. (laughs) Because he's probably like, oh, yeah, I did great. And two people are very suspicious of him and Siva just doesn't like him well sure Siva also has prejudices against a lot of people specifically men yeah about half the population yeah (laughs) (laughs) anyway so Siva is looking into your eye and she says I want you to be safe and I don't want to lose you so just be careful okay I promise and Sol cups the side of her face with one hand she's gonna mirror the gesture and touch your face as well Gives you a a slow smile. I didn't say it before I left, but I love you. She looks a little stunned from hearing that, and then she moves in for a long kiss. Yes, please. (laughs) They they said the thing! They said the thing! (laughs) Eventually, Siva will break the kiss, and she looks much more comfortable now than she has for the rest of the night. She looks much more sure about herself. Mm -hmm. Her confidence is kind of coming back now. You have lived an interesting life in a very short period of time. You know that? I really have. I'm exhausted. (laughs) Hopefully not too exhausted. Siva moves in for like a peck on the cheek. No one ever says I love you back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm starting to get self-conscious about all this. Poor baby. Shut up. (laughs) I'm fine. I I am. Maybe I'm just being a baby about everything. I'm sure you've had a really rough couple of weeks. A couple of months, probably. Hell, probably the whole last year for you has been a little bit stressful, right? A little. Oh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I want you to know that you're safe here, and nothing... She puts a hand on the side of your face as she says this. 
Nothing can ruin this night. I'm glad. Thank you. Soul? Yes, Eva? She, like, looks to the left and looks to the right, kind of mimic, mockingly, trying to be sly. She leans in. I love you, too. Soul is gonna lean down and kind of wrap their arms on the lower end of Siva and pick her up and twirl her around. (laughs) She actually, like, lets out a giggle when you do that. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Soul lightly sets Siva down. This has a big, stupid grin on their face. (laughs) Siva will, like, poke you in the side playfully. What? Nothing. Look, uh, this is the part where I'd normally offer you some more wine, but you can't drink right now. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> so it's sort of throwing my whole game off. Is there anything you want? Can can I have anything brought? Oh, you, please. <laughs> An eyebrow goes up. Pardon? Did I stutter? <laughs> well, look at you. It looks like you've gotten a bit more comfortable at this whole thing, haven't you? Um, sorry, uh... Maybe if you don't like it when I talk like that, that's fine. I can just stop talking. Not at all. It's refreshing. You were never very direct before. Is that bad? (laughs) She smiles. She reaches out her hand, takes yours, and just walks past you, kind of like still holding your arm, and is walking toward her room. You're making me do this when I'm embarrassed now. (laughs) You can hear her laughing. Like, lightly as she's walking. It's not very dummy on guard! So she pulls you to the door to her office, and before she opens, she turns around and looks at you. And this is what you want? Honestly, I just want you to be happy. But if you don't want to, I understand at the same time. She just gets a silly grin on her face, and reaches behind herself and opens the door. Was I'm assuming this was a test now. <laughs> so moving with her. So she takes you into the office and gets you into the room, closes the door behind her, and she'll look over at you and say, is is there anything else I should know? Uh, I have a tattoo now. <laughs> Alright, and what is it? Soul unbuckles the belt around their waist and pulls their shirt up slightly behind them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really get to see it, but how does it look to you? So you turn around and show it to Siva. Yeah. She moves her fingers across it, and she makes a hmm noise. That is interesting. And you just decided to get a tattoo? Oh no, that's this allows me to be able to be in contact with Karis and Soul lightly lets go of their shirt. Oh, so this was from that voice in your head? Yep. And he just made a tattoo appear on your body? Yep. Well, I okayed it, so. That sounds interesting. Soul's grimacing. Oh, you're gonna tell me I'm making bad decisions, are you? I honestly okay. don't. I honestly don't know. I mean, I just haven't had that kind of luck in my life for random kindness from very many people. So it's something that I'm still getting used to. I'm, uh, I'm glad to have that kind of relationship with you. Soul turns and smiles. Of course, I am your one true hero after all, Soliana Polyhymnia. Hmm. And Soul does a flourished bow. Siva will kiss the top of your head as you bow. So what do you think of the new digs, by the way? Soul kind of does a, a twirl after that moment, going off their new outfit. And I think they suit you. Thank you. I thought of them myself. Got help from an enchanter in Dareham. You really have been all over the place. Huh? Yeah. Well, three places. Four? Four places. <laughs> five? Maybe five. 
five places. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got to see a bit of the world then. I, I know you were concerned that you weren't going to get a chance to see it. Is it weird that I still crave to see more of it? No, not at all. It's Wonderlust. I don't think it really goes away, does it? I think I've always had it. It was just easier to ignore when I was little. <laughs> well, you keep asking me if there's anything else I need to tell you, and... Well, I can't think of anything specifically, but do you have any questions for me? Or, well, is there something you need to tell me? Hmm. I know that I i honestly wasn't sure if you were going to come back. Yeah, I thought I was going to die a couple of times, to be honest. But the plan is to not die. I made a promise, after all. Good. I hope you keep <laughs> your promise. Me too. <laughs> I believe this is the point where someone would say cheers, but... Yeah, so cheers with a fake wine glass. Tink. <laughs> Soul. Yes, Eva? Can you make me one more promise? Oh, I could, but I don't know. Does it involve some sort of weird pact that involves another tattoo? Because I, I already got one, so no. I don't want to be covered in them. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to get another tattoo. <laughs> Let's run, Siva. Um, you're going to live a lot longer than I will. I mean, yeah. unless something tragic happens. Yeah, that's true. But, that is true that there is a possibility. <laughs> but I just... She looks a little embarrassed to be saying this. In, uh, in a few decades... When uh, I'm not quite as uh, young as I am now, just uh, keep me around, would you? I promise. So are you willing to move to an elf village? I don't know about move, but I figure I could maybe get a summer house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a vacation home. We'll see. I might get a cottage. Yeah, I, I can make ordinances. <laughs> so you just tell me what you want. Oh, I think it's the same thing that you're after. Saving the world? Oh, sure. <laughs> that and I believe you you said that you you wanted me, so... <laughs> Beat red face. Right. I did say that. I think I'm... I'm I, can, I can just curl up and do a ball right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> she takes a step closer to you and puts a hand, like she's walking her fingers, up your chest toward your face. Just, and I am interested in you. And as she says you, she touches your chin. <sighs> I'm really glad I kept this fire ring. <laughs> I'll pick Siva up and bring her to the room. <laughs> All right. You pick Siva up and open the door to her bedroom, and you walk into her bedroom holding her. Is it just like yep. both arms? Oh, it's pretty much Soul's arms are kind of crossed underneath her butt. That's what I was thinking, too. Okay. Yeah. She's got her arms resting on your sh shoulders. Hands are probably clasped behind your head, and she's got her forehead pressed against yours. She's smiling. Fade to black from there? Sure. Okay, cool. Do I have any dreams after all that? You do. Yes, yes, you do. Do you want to sleep or meditate? Oh, I would love to sleep. Okay. In that case, you do have a dream. Ish time. And also, Alec, what the fuck? It's been, like, almost two weeks. Why haven't you called me yet? <laughs> Just saying. It's kind of rude, isn't it? So, you find yourself in a dark room. It's lit by faint candlelight. You can feel shapes moving around you, but you can't quite make any of them out. This isn't what I was anticipating. You don't feel entirely safe here. For some reason, you get the sense that you're being watched and judged. Okay, is it like the same seven figures as normal, or...? 
you're not sure, you haven't been able to make any of them out, but this sort of a vague shape will appear for a moment and move past you very quickly. Why are people judging? Okay, I guess I'll move forward. Okay. I'll start walking sure. in the room? I don't know. Okay, so you move forward and suddenly one of the figures moves in from the side and shoves you. Oh, moves. they're all my size? Yeah, they're all your size. Okay. And you're sort of in, in like this darkness. One of them moves over and shoves you and you sort of barely stay on your feet. You move over to a few feet to the side and hobble a bit, but you don't fall over. Do I see what this figure looks like since it shoved me, or is it still, like, shadowy? It was shadowy, but you thought you saw a featureless mask on its face. God damn. Why do these things keep pushing me? <laughs> Why are they always here? This makes no sense. As you look to see where the assailant came from, someone pushes you from behind, and you stumble forward. Make a reflex save, please. 27, bitches. <laughs> Alright, you easily find your feet, and you don't actually topple over. You hear hissed whispers from around you. Can I focus in on what they're saying? It's not any language you've ever heard before. Well, fuck it. I don't know, can I use tongues in my dream? <laughs> not quite. It doesn't work that uh, way. God damn, stupid dreams. <laughs> stupid dream logic. I'm fine with talking if any of you want to talk. There's a hissing noise, and you get shoved from behind again. Damn! Stop touching me! Talk to me! Something! What are you? Who are you? Why? <laughs> I don't want to disturb you guys, and obviously you're in my dream. That's right, bitches. I remember every single one of these. So, you sort of turn this way and that as you're speaking into Yelling. the darkness. <laughs> Yelling into the <laughs> darkness is more accurate. Mm -hmm. But each time, you get shoved directly from behind you, so you can't ever see your assailant. You almost get knocked over each time. The hissing is getting louder, and you see more and more figures darting in and out of just the edge of what you're able to make out in this strange supernatural darkness. Fuck it. I'm gonna touch my tattoo. You touch your tattoo, and everything stops and fades to white. You find yourself in a white room. Am I alone? No, no. Sitting by... A sort of a fireplace that's sort of hanging in midair, hanging in nothingness, I should say, hmm. is two stools, and one of them has Ish sitting there. He's kind of looking into the fire. As you recognize what is around you, and as you sort of materialize in this place, he looks up at you and smiles. Welcome back. Soul looks distressed, and I feel like kind of beat up a little at this mm -hmm. point. Oh yeah, I mean, certainly uh, it was aggravating and possibly a little painful. Soul is fidgeting with their hands. Um, I could use a hug right now. He gives you a smile and stands to his feet, moves over to you, and wraps you both in his arms and his wings. It's all right, Soul. As he does this, all of the fatigue and pain melts out of your body. I just thought the dreams would stop like that. I'm afraid not. I fear that as time approaches, as you get closer to the equinox, I, th I feel that things will become more... And more stressful. But know that I'm always here for you. Thank you. And Soul kind of nuzzles into him. I just needed a hug. It was a bit much. They thought they could handle the dream. They were wrong. He's going to nuzzle back. Oh, Soul stops just because they're surprised. Is, um, is that inappropriate? D no, I, I guess not. I just was surprised. In Soul's train of thought, I believe they would think that... Hmm, they're trying to figure out if they're teaching him to be more... Uh, mortal, in a way, with their actions. Mm -hmm. He seems very ethereal and non... I don't want to use human-like, since you know, that's a race, technically. Yeah. I just never anticipated you to do something like that. I 
I apologize. I was simply following your lead. That's okay. It really is. I hope I didn't make you uncomfortable. No, I was just surprised. Uh, as long as I don't make you uncomfortable, then this should be fine. I'm not sure if that's possible. Hmm. Nothing's ever made you uncomfortable? Ever? I mean, I'm sort of... I'm not sure if I'm capable of that. I'm honestly more filled with love for all beings in the universe. Hmm. It sort of overpowers any other emotion, I suppose. Being an angel must be very interesting. You can feel him nodding. Soul kind of relaxes and lets themselves just be in that hug, I guess. Mm-hmm. So the more you relax, the more Ish will kind of, for lack of a better term, cuddle you. Mm-hmm. And like I've described it before, just touching this guy kind of fills you with a sense of calm and peace. It's weird. I'd swear if I wasn't sleeping, I'd fall asleep right now. I believe you, but you can't actually sleep in your own dreams. Isn't that weird? <laughs> I suppose so. I've had dreams where I've woken up from bed, but it wasn't really waking up. It was just in the dream. Mm-hmm. I see. But that one... That one, I had a dream where Gro killed Alec, and it was very weird. <laughs> Do you trust them both? I do for the most part, but hmm, again, Ish, I'm really not that good of a person. I always don't trust someone 100%. I see. I suppose I'm part of that as well. Apologies. None required. Is there anything else I can do to convince you? Is there anything I else? I you, Ish. I want to try with my own power first to take Garv, or at least talk to him. I understand. If you are willing to give me time. Of course, you have. Well, you have until the 20th. But I've already told you, once you once you take the protectorship, it's too late. I can't help I you anymore after that. I know. But before it all happens, I'll try to consult everyone. I want you to understand that. Of course. I'm glad that the symbol worked. It does. Um, that doesn't hurt you, does it? He looks a little embarrassed. Just a little bit. It does? It's nothing. Ish. You can't give up your own health or someone else. Like I said, it, it diverts the power. It diverts that energy. Yes, but I didn't want it for you. And Sol kind of pushes away a little and looks up at him. He looks kind of sad. Did I do something wrong? I thought that that was what you wanted. I don't want you to hurt. I can endure it. You sound like Burr. Well... I don't really like being compared to a dragon. Wait, are angels and dragons not friends? No, they're just one is a mortal race that is typically associated with greed, and the other is a steward of order and light and hope. We're not exactly similar. I'm sorry. You don't have to be sorry. Just know that a dragon's motives are often in self-interest. Hmm. I don't actually think I'm capable of self-interest. Hmm. That's very interesting. Hmm. Do you want to talk for the night? Of course. Soul's still kind of wrapped in the whole wings thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're still hugging. Should we sit down? If you would like. What would you like? Would you like to fly? Wait, really? It's a dream, after all. Uh, do, do I get wings? He kind of gives you a knowing look behind yourself. Do I feel like I have wings right now? <laughs> Well, not until you turn your head. Okay, I'm going to turn my head. <laughs> you turn your head and you see a collection of teal feathers sort of move 
together and coalesce into two wings that sort of meet to your shoulder blade areas. Mm-hmm. Huh. It is a dream after all. You can flex them and move them at will. Soul's gonna play around with the feeling of that for a second. You feel the floor disappear out from under you as the... Uh, flap, flap my wings. <laughs> as the room itself has vanished, sort of faded into nothingness. And you just feel like a gentle breeze moving against you. There's sort of nothing in every direction. It's just like a white color. You're sort of in a void. Do you like flying? I suppose. I've never really thought about it. Second nature? I suppose so. It's really more of a state of being for me, isn't it? Hmm. So as you're flapping and moving, you're able to hover and stay in place. and It's very easy to do, and it expends almost no effort on your part. The best way to describe it is swimming, but even easier. Cool. Because I don't actually think I'm good at swimming. <laughs> uh, wow. Ish. Yes? Do you have any questions for me? I suppose, but I would just like to know for certain... If, if you believed me. On what? On what I've told you. On my warnings. Yes and no? He nods. I feel as though you have a basis for your concern. I know how my mother reacted. I don't know if it's my faith in that people are genuinely good and sometimes misguided. It's just hard for me to fully not trust a woman who's raised me my whole life. And to 100% trust someone who I've only known in my head for about two weeks, maybe a week and a half, maybe just a week. I understand. I hope to prove it to you before it's too late. Me too. So I, I asked you before what food was like. Yeah. Did I ask you what your favorite food was? No. So? Yes, ish. What do you most enjoy eating? My favorite meal is venison bourguignon. Hmm. I'm not familiar with it. You said this was a dream, right? He nods. I try to imagine the flavor and sensation of that meal. Soul. Yeah? May I look in your mind? Yes, please. Title drop. <laughs> they said it again! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. You feel someone peeking into your mind... I'm trying to allow the most vivid memories of that. It looks like you truly enjoy that. <laughs> the sense of being watched in your mind goes away. I thank you for sharing that with me. You're welcome. Do you... Oh, I don't know. N never mind. Soul. Yes? Could I share something with you? Of course. It may be a little more difficult for you. Okay. He flies right up close to you and sort of presses himself against you. He takes your hand and he moves it up to his head. And he's also like holding you. So he's got his right arm behind you, holding your back to him. Uh-huh. And he's moving your right arm with his left arm up to his head. Okay. And he says, I want you to focus on my eyes and clear your mind. All right? Okay. You see Field of Flowers and you hear singing, and it is like no other sound you've ever heard in your life. You're not even sure why, but you're crying. I... Oh. I hope that wasn't too dramatic. I... I don't think so, but my face is leaking. I wanted to show you what my 
childhood was like. Were you sad? Not at all. It was an expression of pure joy. Only one of my eyes can cry, though, right? Oh, they're, they're both crying. They're both crying? It's a dream. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look, it's unusual. <laughs> so, I imagine these mm-hmm. tears to be, like, way more anime with, like, the big globules of tears. Sure, like sure. The, the Miyazaki Ghibli film kind of tears. Gotcha. They're very much so more bubbly. Okay. <laughs> See, oh god, does Soul Dream an anime? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh shit! Soul Dream's an Soul Dream's an anime. Oh shit! <laughs> Fucking weebs! Shut up! We don't know what anime is in this world. <laughs> Fuck you! They're an artist. <laughs> Let them dream their dreams. <laughs> <sighs> Fantastic. Yeah, so Ish gives you a peek at creation, and it is an expression of pure joy to the point that it moves you to tears upon seeing it. It's, I mean, indescribable is probably the word. It's a song that spawned all other songs, if I want to put it in a bardic sense. Well, there there was singing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the flowers were singing together. Can you show me more? I... I can try, but I don't want to harm you. I'm not sure how Wait. much of this you can handle. Oh. Uh, I understand. Never mind, then. It's just... it's It exists in an... well... A, a different... a different way than you do. Do you remember the paper? Yes. It's sort of like that. So if I was the sun... I could? Yes. <laughs> you would be like me. A bit more like me, I suppose. Hmm. Is that something that you would like? I'm not sure yet. He nods. I understand. I thought for a little bit that I wanted to be a dragon. Is <laughs> they're big and powerful. Turns out I can't breathe acid, though, so... <laughs> I mean, this is a dream, after all. You might be able to here. <laughs> but I do ask you not to splash it on anything. He says, like, yeah. in a, knowing that you are both in a void with literally nothing around you. I think I'll avoid the acid. Good. That's probably for the best. <laughs> and I want you to know, and I think you may already know, but size doesn't equal power. Just because a dragon is large does not mean that it cannot be defeated. I mean, just look at your friend, Levette, I believe is her name. Yes. She's very tiny. This is true. Don't tell her that. (laughs) But that certainly doesn't mean that she's weak. She's gone through a lot. (sighs) So perhaps you should not idolize dragons as much as you had. He shrugs. But then, I suppose that's just my opinion. Okay. Do you... Do you want to see more of what I know? If that's alright with you, of course. I find you fascinating. Oh, there's the blush. Does that embarrass you? Oh... It catches me off guard. I see. I've kind of always ooh, shown my expressions on my face very easily. And I have a hard time hiding those things. Well, Ish, what would you like to know or see? I suppose I'm an, an open book. Call back. Yeah. There are a great many things that I don't understand about mortal life. Mm-hmm. 
I'd like to see your childhood. Soul has a silly smile. Okay. Yeah, I can show you that. Um, he's still holding me, isn't he? Yes. Oh. Yeah, you're, you're pressed tightly up against his body right now. Do you need your hands on my head now? He shakes his head now. We work differently. Gotcha. <laughs> still pressed. Okay. <laughs> He's gonna hold me, alright! Until you say something, he's not gonna change. Oh, this is too awkward! He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't wanna be rude to the angel. Uh, okay, um, here. Ready? He nods with a smile on his face. So, Soul is going to imagine some very early memories. A lot of them include attending lessons to be better, pretty much at magic, to hone their skills, to not run around in the house with only your socks on and sliding on the marble, (laughs) (laughs) to not playing in the dirt in the garden when no one's looking. Soul remembers the first memory of leaving the estate with their mother to go do a public relation event in the village going just a little too far away from their mother, getting a little lost in the slums, and finding a boy with silver hair, and playing with him. And then, as the sun's going down, get a little nervous and say they have to go home, and run back eventually to the estate with their mother very upset. (laughs) And more memories of the childhood where their father would come home and Hold soul over a map in the library, explaining each of the places he's been to, and explaining how things look in the world, and of course showing little magic tricks to soul to kind of emphasize the story sometimes. And then other memories back to soul sneaking, a little bit older, sneaking out of the estate and playing at night with Gro in the slums, to suddenly getting treated very differently by Gro. Out of nowhere. They have no idea why. To kind of avoiding him just a a little bit because he's acting differently. To a once a week thing where Soul, no longer sneaking out of the house, leaves for the bookstore. To a small fight at some point with Bro talking about how Soul was deceiving him and should have told him from the beginning and Soul being very hurt. But the fight somehow ended up with them kissing. (laughs) (laughs) To yet again sneaking out at night (laughs) to visit this boy. But now it more involves kissing. To being a little nervous because he seems a little bit, well, aggressive sometimes. He seems to think that if Soul's outside, then their attention should only be on him at this point. To being nervous when bringing up the competition with their parents and explaining how Gro was thinking of attending and them saying, oh, well, he's a really bright boy. He's worked really hard in his classes and excelled quite well as a wizard. Soul starts to feel bad while remembering this, actually. (laughs) And then being a diligent studier, really honing in on their skills, being very serious and proud of their protectorship. And then hearing... The staff talk about their father while they're in the library, unsure of why they would talk about their father not being faithful 
to their mother, feeling confused because their whole life their parents told them how much they loved each other and how each protector's partner, it's, it's a bond of true love and there's nothing quite like it. Soul being smart enough to do their research, they take to the books and figure out areas that their father has been in, find research, find evidence, and enough evidence to the suspicion where it just may be true. So Soul becomes not exactly lazy, but despondent when it comes to studies, lackluster, not even wanting to leave their room sometimes, to the day of the competition, where it goes by so fast, Soul's having a hard time even remembering this part. Their mind is too filled with worry and distaste and feeling lied to and betrayed, and suddenly the competition is over, and they're with Gro in a room, and he's so excited, and Soul can't feel anything then. And then it skips forward to where their mother is explaining to Soul how they're getting sent to a school in hopes that it'll a change in venue will help them feel reinvigorated to be a protector again. To Soul starting at first being pretty excited actually about the classes, and they go through these classes until they realize that they already know. They, they, they know what they're talking about. They know how to do this. They're just, they don't feel the same fire they did before. So they stop going all together and stay in their room normally until one day when they left for a walk, they heard music and they joined in. And this memory, all these memories lead up to them going to the Dead Man's Rest. When you finish, Ish will look at you with a big smile on his face. He says, thank you. That was extraordinary. Was it? It, uh, seemed like a clusterfuck to me. Not at all. You have shown tremendous strength of character. I love you, Sol. Uh, I know, Ish. You love everyone. He smiles. It's a good quality to have. I think it's my best feature. <laughs> uh, I, I believe my best feature is my stupidity sometimes. <laughs> he laughs. Is there anything else that you would like to ask me? <sighs> if I'm in danger when I talk to Glar, yeah. then there's a moment that I know that I'll need it. Um, your help? Will you be there? I can try, but our connection's the strongest in these kinds of situations. I see. It's here that I would be able to impart power. It's difficult to do that in the waking world. Do you understand? I do. I have another question for you. Of course. If if you give me this power, and I find that I cannot talk to Glar, and I decide that I still need to, well, get rid of him, will you be mad at me? I would like for as little bloodshed as possible, but I would forgive you. <sighs> I'm glad. But you know that's not my normal intent. It's just if he can't be reasoned with. Of course. You're like me. So what you're telling me I was born to be an angel? Not a dragon. And someone messed up. <laughs> he smiles and says, possibly. <laughs> I promise to not be a dragon then. Good. Well, that's all I can think of. What about you? Anything else you want from me? As you're still holding me very tightly. <laughs> he kind of notices at that point. 
and he immediately lets his arm go and floats a few feet away from you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did not that's... think you were uncomfortable. No, it's, uh, that's just an unusual position to be in with someone where you haven't really um, done much. Is that, ooh, does that make sense? <laughs> not exactly. Ready for more memories? Certainly. All right. So, Soul's picking out specific times to kind of emphasize, like, how their relationships have grown. Mm -hmm. So, they go over with Siva how it's, it's flirting, it's cute, and how there's kisses, and then eventually, dot, dot, dot. Uh, <laughs> in the words of Mamma Mia. <laughs> and then going over with Gro, how it, it was very cute, and... Nothing really happened until Sol was sure that his intentions were nice and stuff like that. And even still with their concern about other things, like the whole pregnancy thing. <laughs> and yeah, they, they go over each of their relationships, including Alec and Marcus. And Marcus was a very non-sexual relationship. And Alec was completely sexual in the beginning and kind of goes over all of them in their head. I don't actually have to say these all because they've happened in the podcast. Right, right, exactly. This is this is sort of becoming a clip show, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm in my bottle episode, I guess. Huh. Huh. Wow. All right. Wow. And Sol's just embarrassed after all of that. So that's uh, why the, the closeness was... And my presence reminded you of these encounters? Ooh, um, not reminded it's just that that sort of closeness just with people in general who are mortal just tend to be a bit more than just that closeness to them normally does that make sense i think so i apologize if you have become attracted to me dog we're good we're good bro it's good don't worry about that good i'm glad i, I do not wish to make you uncomfortable what <laughs> Soul is now very confused. <laughs> we need to work on your words, I think. What do you mean? You have added attraction to uncomfortable. And I don't know what you mean by that. Oh, was this not... Was this an undesired thing? What? Has this... <laughs> has this made you feel uncomfortable? My closeness? Um... I, I guess, in a way, it has... Only because I, um, it's, it's just new, uh, understand you love everyone, so that's just normal for you, I guess? Is, is the closeness thing, or? <laughs> I suppose so. It, he, like, looks at himself, and he's like, this form is honestly more for your benefit than mine. Gotcha. You're uh, very angel-looking. I could show you a bit more what I actually look like. Wait, really? Yes, but it's not exactly easy to comprehend. Okay, well, ease me into it. Very well. His physical form sort of turns into light and then starts to fractal out in all directions. He looks more like a very complicated geometric shape. You're in a shapeless, infinite void, right? Yes. He is enormous. Massive, massive enormous. Like, the size of a mountain. Enormous. Hmm. And he's just like this complicated fractal shape. Cool. It's like 
ridges and points and stars and swirls and goes on in all directions for as far as you can see. When he speaks next, you can hear his voice emanating from everywhere at once. This is a bit closer to how I actually am. It's cool. I like it. As I said, it's not exactly personable. Soul shrugs. Beings don't really need bodies, in a way. So, people's personalities and their emotions, I think, are the most important aspect of them. If this is who you are, Ish, then why not be you? I simply wanted to be something that was more approachable in your mind, and I did not wish to overwhelm your senses. I understand. The fractal fades into nothingness, and light coalesces in front of you, and, and it's once again the form you were used to seeing. Just want you to be comfortable. <laughs> As I with you. <laughs> I truly hope I have not damaged our relation by being too forward. You're goodish. Thank you. Yes. So, either the night before, or the, before I talked to Garb, or... Or, I guess, before the protectorship thing, I guess I'll be, um, making a decision one of those times. He nods. I look forward to hearing it. Sleep well, Sol. You too? If you sleep? Do you sleep? (laughs) He smiles and shakes his head no as (laughs) everything fades to white. You wake up, and light is streaking through the window above the bed. The bed feels warm and comfortable. Draped across you is a slender arm. There's also black hair that's sort of, you know, poofed across you. Have you ever looked at a shaft of light going into a room and seen, like, motes of dust? Yeah. You look up and you see something like that, but instead of motes of dust, it's little tiny white feathers. And they slowly settle down and land on the bed around you. Hmm. Thank you, Ish. You can hear Siva kind of make a noise, like a hmm. She nuzzles closer to you. Hmm. It's been about two weeks since Alec has talked to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think he's dead. <laughs> you think he died on his mission? Me as a player, I'm so sad if he died. <laughs> I miss him. I'm really glad me and Siva made amends. Me too. for listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDnd. Or, want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under Kenny Shrupp. Please leave a like or subscribe if you want to see more content like this, and leave a comment if you have any suggestions. Until next time!